Now, Singapore Today with Lance Alexander and Daniel Martin. Now, Health Matters with Daniel Martin. It's Health Matters, and it's a CNY-themed one on today's edition with all the festive feasting happening right around the corner. We got to check in. We got to check in and just, you know, remind ourselves about how some of the best ways to eat and pace ourselves could go. And also, what if you're somebody who's dealing with a chronic health issue like diabetes or, or high blood pressure? How should you be a little bit more mindful during this festive season? Welcoming to the show, Dr. Kyle Tan, co-founder and consultant at Novi Health. This is Health Matters. Dr. Tan, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. I, th I think it's our first time chatting, isn't it? Possibly. Yes, it is. Oh, welcome Pleasure to the show. I, I always pride myself on the fact that I think I've spoken to every doctor in Singapore and then I'm constantly reminded there are always new young doctors coming out on the scene. Uh, that's fantastic. Thanks for being here. Hey, so let's start talking about this period. Festive eating, it really is, it is a legitimate health issue sometimes, right? It can have knock-on effects potentially. It's not just a once a year, la, once a year, la, it's fine, la, that kind of thing. Definitely, definitely. I think... Um, well, there are many festive periods during the year, right? It's not. It's always Christmas, then there's New Year's, then there's Chinese New Year, then there's Hari Raya. So it's always something happening every year, given the multicultural society that we're in. So we still need to pay attention, even though it's just a short period of time, because there will be long-term effects if we are not careful with what we do. You guys at Novi work a lot with patients with diabetes, with chronic health issues, with weight concerns as well. What are some of the top um, tips and medical advice that y'all can hand out when it comes to exercising restraint during festive snacking periods in particular? Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, during the festive period, what we're trying to do is really catch up with our friends, our loved ones, our family. Um, it's a time It's a time of cheer and food is always a gel that brings all of us together, right? Um, with Chinese New Year in particular, there are so many goodies. Um, these snacks are usually high in calorie, high in sugar. So it's quite difficult. The good to stuff really always avoid it. is, damn it. It always is. I don't know why. One day they'll make a healthy snack that tastes good, I'm sure. Yeah, that's well, I'm waiting for that uh, as me well. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um I think there are a few tips. I I, I mean here at Novi Health, we always like to give very practical tips that we can implement, right? Um, no point knowing what's the best thing to do, but you can't implement it. So a few things. Um, so these snacks, they're definitely high in calories, high in sugar, it's not so good for health. So the challenge is how do you then still be able to enjoy um, in moderation? So it's all about portion control and potentially switching switching out some of them into healthier snacks. So I'll start with the healthier snacks. Okay. That's a little bit easier. There are some options during Chinese New Year um, that maybe are a little bit healthier compared to your pineapple tarts, your bakwa. So that'll be things oranges like and water. That's it, uh. <laughs> yeah, you got you got me there, Daniel. There's oranges, there's water, perhaps, you know, watermelon seeds, those are, you know, the ones, the little black things. Those are pretty healthy. Surprisingly, Kwebangkit is maybe slightly lower in calorie and sugar as well. Mm -hmm. So those are probably some of the healthier options that you can maybe, you know, gear towards if you're not feeling so snackish at that point in time. But I think with everything else, it's about moderation. And there are a few tips that I can give maybe for all of us trying Please. to resist. Yeah. So um First thing, um, I think um, plan ahead, right? You maybe know that you're doing maybe five house visits and you're going to be at five different places throughout the day. 
uh, plan ahead and think about, you know, what is it that I enjoy eating? Save your calories for the snacks that you truly enjoy so that you don't overeat. Right. If you're going to snack, make it worth it, right? Like, it better be something that yeah. you like. Yeah, exactly. You know, like not all bakwa is the same also. True. So if you know that this this friend has a really good bakwa, save that space for that bakwa so that you, you're still controlling your portions um, and not wasting your calories um, or, or your sugar on, on something that's maybe not so tasty. I think the second thing that you can do also planning ahead is... Um, Try to have a little bit of snacks before, healthy snacks at home before you go out. So for example, maybe have some food, um, have a, a yogurt that's low in sugar. That keeps you like less hungry so that when you go out visiting, you're still able to enjoy some of these snacks. But if you're ravishing, you know, you're really hungry, you're going to end up eating a lot of snacks. And that's yeah. not what we want. It's very easy to just pop one pineapple tart after a pineapple tart. And before you know it, you've finished the whole tub. And that's not what we want. So really... I think um, keeping yourself somewhat full before you even go out, that's going to be helpful as well. And then lastly, I think um, making sure that you stay hydrated. Water actually has a good effect on keeping us full as well. If, you, if you're taking water constantly, that's actually going to help you also snack a little bit less when you're at someone's house. It reduces so hunger pangs, having a lot of hydration. It, it can help a little bit if, if, you, if, you're, if you're having water. Um, so in between your snacks, if you're taking a little bit of that, that's actually going to help you to moderate how much um, snacks you're taking as well so something you can consider asking your host for water um, and i'll bring a bottle of water with you if you're visiting yeah definitely great idea there mm -hmm. rather than reaching out for the there will be multiple can sodas at everybody's house as well but as we know yeah. you know warm diabetes we're cutting down now sugary <laughs> drinks intake bring the water bottle with you sounds like a good idea yeah. having said that there's another war that's happening in singapore and that's been announced how we really have to take a sense of urgency when it comes to our sodium intake. And yes. a lot of these snacks, baked goods, and a lot of the, the, the fried stuff, that's going to have sodium. Uh, so how, any top tips in terms of making sure that, like you said, you know, pick your poison in a way, you know, make yeah. sure you know what you're reaching out for and some low-hanging fruit that you can get rid of, maybe get rid of. Lah. So how yeah. can we reduce our salt intake, sodium especially? Yeah, so that's a very, very good point. I think one thing that people don't realize, uh, you know, like during Chinese New Year, steamboat and hot pot is one oh. of the key things that people enjoy. And that has the potential to really drive out how much sodium you're taking uh, in a few different ways, right? So firstly, I think the soup itself, the soup base, um, if you're buying store-bought um, soup, you know, as a soup base, that generally tends to be quite high in sodium. So um, one thing, if you're doing that, if you're in charge of preparation, try to choose the low sodium options. Um, better still, um, try to boil the chicken for a few hours, get that soup base on your own, then you can control exactly what goes in. Um, and if you know, you're at someone's house, you don't know where that soup comes from, um, try to have less of the soup, have more of the fresh ingredients in there. Um, that will help to moderate the amount of soup that you're consuming. The second thing is also, what is it that you're taking in that steamboat? So uh, there, there could be a variety of ingredients, right? From your vegetables to your fresh meat, um, to fish balls, so to your crab steaks, etc. So the ones that tend to be high in sodium are really the processed food items. So anything that you bought in a store, be it a fish ball or like a crab steak or even wonton, etc. Those tend to be very high in sodium. And the more of it that you put into the soup, the more it's going to go into the soup as well. So it just becomes really, really difficult. Uh, to control. So try to make sure you get less of these uh, sort of processed foods as well when you are um, when you are having your steamboat. Yeah. Snacks wise, um, the typical culprits would be things like your, you know, the pebihyam roll, the, yeah. the, the little fried roll with 
um, the, the stream paste, uh, those tend to be high in sodium. And I think anything generally that's uh, more on the savory or fried side, um, that's also going to be high in sodium. So unfortunately, Chinese New Year goodies either high in sugar or high in salt. <laughs> so really tough one there. It is. So like you said, it's about moderation, not going to the meal fully starving because you've deprived yourself all day long. Eat, enjoy but it doesn't mean indulge and overdo exactly. it, right? Um, case in point, you guys work, like I said, a lot with people who have chronic health issues, diabetes in particular as well. What if you are that person who is dealing with and living with the diabetes or is living with um, high cholesterol? I, I, until today, there are still situations where I've even heard from some friends and family members who are like, it's okay, I, I, I popped the, the pill already, so it, let it do its work. I will challenge it by eating a little bit more later. I'm like, no, 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 that's not how statins work. Um, so, so any advice in terms of if you're living with a chronic health issue and there's an indulging period happening like CNY? Yeah, so Daniel, that's a really good point. I think to the point that you made earlier, um, even this short period of time, if you just let yourself go, it can have long, longer term or knock on effects. So it's really important to still stay in control even during this period of time. And the advice I would give is the same as any period of time throughout the year, whether or not it's Chinese New Year or not. Um, I think first thing first, uh, do remember to take your medications because that's at least the minimum that you need to do. Uh, it's not going to be able to control everything that you eat. But yeah, you, you do, if you forget to take your medication, that's going to be a big problem. Um, but for if you have chronic illnesses, especially, uh, it's going to be a little bit different with each chronic illness, but maybe specifically for diabetes, uh, I'll, I'll just share some examples. Yeah. Um, uh, with diabetes, the most important thing that we need to pay attention to is sugar and carbs, right? So try to make sure that if you're having carbs to limit the portion sizes to what you would normally take, you can spread it out throughout the day so that you have a little bit more opportunity to um, process some of the food. So for example, right, do not take like five pineapple tarts as a, at a go if you wanted to take five pineapple tarts. Maybe take one just after your lunch, one after you know tea time or one after dinner. So I'm not saying that you should take so many, but if you really have to, um, try to make sure that you space it out so that don't that actually... Yeah, don't don't take too many too many in one go because it's gonna make your sugar really increase quite quickly. And then the second thing is uh, related to that. Try to make sure that you sequence your food properly. What do I mean by that? Um, if your stomach is completely empty and you're taking something that is high in carbohydrate or sugar, what's gonna happen is that that's gonna break down really quickly and everything's gonna go into your bloodstream and cause a huge increase in sugar. If you're taking if you line your stomach basically with some protein, some meat, some vegetables, some fiber that's going to slow down how then take your carbs. It's going to slow down how quickly the carbs actually break down. So that's actually going to make your increase in sugar a lot more gentle. So try to make sure that, yeah, so if you're going to have a, a dessert, a pineapple tart, a bakwa, try to have it after a proper lunch. And that's actually going to make a difference in terms of how high the sugar goes. And then lastly, of course, um, try to portion control as always. Uh, if you overeat, there's really nothing else that we can do to control that. And that goes for, um, any chronic condition, so cholesterol with um, diabetes, just make sure you're able to control the portions. Um, you can go a little bit more, but yeah, try to make sure that you're I doing like well. the yeah. idea of sequencing your food, as you phrased it. That's a very clever idea. Mm -hmm. But of course, if, you, if you're eating after a proper meal, but the proper meal was full of carbohydrates, then that's also a problem, mm -hmm. right? Of course, yeah. So what is the sequence that you should be going with that would slow down the, the, the spiking? Protein and then a little bit of carb, like that, is it? Pro protein, ideally protein, fiber, and then carbohydrates. Okay, yeah. that's the sequence. Bear that in mind. Uh, Carl, just before I let you go, quick note, I've got 30 seconds left. Alcohol, how could that be a problem 
during this period? Obviously, besides the health and safety issues, if you drink, don't drive, everybody. But what are we talking about in terms of its health impact? Yeah, um, you're not going to like this, but um, the number of drinks that are recommended even for a healthy person, for a woman, it's actually one standard drink. Um, once well, For men, it's two standard drinks at one sitting. Uh, and during festive period, we drink a lot more. A standard drink, just for context, is one single shot, one can of beer, or maybe a small glass of wine. So it's actually not a lot. Um, but um, if you happen to drink more, just try to make sure you stay dry uh, for the next few days after that. Otherwise, um, that could, I mean, we know about the, 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 the side effects that alcohol can have. So, yeah. Absolutely. This has been really helpful. Thanks for putting us in the right frame of mind when it comes to our festive feasting. That's Dr. Kyle Tan, co-founder and consultant at Novi Health. It's spelled N-O-V-I. I'm Daniel Martin, and this has been Health Matters. Before making any decisions based on the information in our program, please consult a medical professional.